Welcome to the Real Developer Podcast, real conversations about all things land, planning, and development. Hi, it's Alex Harrington-Griffin from Real Developer. We're just taking a break this week while the team have been out at MIPIM. I thought I'd take the opportunity just to reflect on a few of the SME developer networking tips that came up in conversation. Real Developer was out there. I was representing the program. We were there with the land tech team. And there was a lot of the real developers we met at various points, a lot of the agents we brought onto the podcast and worked with in the past as well. So just looking at some of the things that came up from some of my peers when we were reflecting on the success of the trip. For me, it was my first time out there formally. It was a definite worthwhile experience. And I would say that every developer should be looking who is serious about their relationships with the land community, with their professional network, with finances should be looking to head out there at some point. But what it reminded me was there was a few, I suppose, key considerations, having been a very active SME developer networker in the past, having run my own networks as well, that there's a few key things that I would share with the SME developer community, the SME land community, the professional community on how to really be as successful as possible when you're at any networking event, whether it's in the beautiful south of France, or in simply in the central London or central Birmingham, wherever you may be. So Here's my five top tips for any SME professional or developer going networking. So the number one thing we've worked on with some of our real developers is to make sure that you've got your pitch straight. I think that there are so many conversations that are opened up that could sound the same. And when you're meeting multiple people, it's important to make sure you get your message across. We had the benefit of sitting in a room with a company called Benjamin Ball Associates recently who are pitch experts. They specialize in helping you to refine your pitch to investors, in fact. And they came up with this message house concept. So the core piece is basically, what is your core message? What do you do? And what is unique about yourself? A good friend of mine, Steve Edge, Steve Edge Design always says, throw one ball and throw it really well. So what is your core message? What's the piece you want to get across? And then importantly, what's the proof, the validation for you doing that? So use that opportunity if you're introducing yourself over 15, 20 seconds. So what is your name? Where are you from? What is your core concept of what you do? And the second piece, importantly, what's your credibility in this space to do that? So how many millions you know, of GDV have you developed in the last few years? How many awards have you won for your work? How many units have you sold? How many square feet have you helped get planning for? How many units have you contributed to? Those kind of stats help give some positioning to you and your firm. You can obviously pick the ones that give you the best look and feel that you would like. But it's important to have just that core message to make sure you are differentiating yourself from the many other people some will meet at a networking event. And if you're given the opportunity to introduce yourself to a crowd, it's a way to make sure that you are memorable amongst those that are speaking. Number two is business cards are 100% back. It was interesting to see how many people didn't have business cards out there. They were certainly at a loss. I know that one or two, I met some interesting people. I didn't get their business cards. You're moving from an event to an event, you know, from conversation to conversation. Business cards do matter. So do invest in a good quality business card, at least 250 GSM. Try and get it laminated so that it can sustain a few different outings and uh, blazer or purse transfers. So get a good business card, make sure it's well designed, put all your core details and give people a call to action. You know, ask them to follow your LinkedIn get them to check out your podcast, get them to download your latest report, go check out your latest development, give them a call to action when they get that card so they can actually, you know, look at it. And when they're off sitting there on their phone on the way back from the event or from the trip is actually follow up on something that you'd like them to go and see that tells them a bit more about you. On that note, I would certainly say bring your own little notepad and pen. It's amazing how many conversations you have and you think, okay, I must, you know, get follow up with that person. 
But when you're meeting 50, 60 people at an event or over a series of days, they can all start to blur into one. So bring a notepad, bring a pen so that you can actually make some notes about what you want to follow up on and create a little bit of a priority list because you can't follow up with everyone. That brings me to my next point. It is important to follow up. You cannot follow up in the way you'd like to with every single person. There simply isn't time. So I go through, I do prioritize the contacts I've made, and I choose the top five that I want to write a bespoke message to, referencing something in the conversation so that they know that I've paid attention to what they do and giving them a little bit of a call to action in terms of how we can follow up. With those, I always look at a top three and say, what can I do as a bit of a favor? I want to start that relationship on a good note. And I want to make sure that I am doing something to show that I have value in the, you know, what I can bring to the relationship of something I'd like from the future, making introductions to someone you think they're going to find interesting that has no financial benefit to you is one of the easiest ways to introduce your network to interesting people. We met some fantastic guys and girls from Shoesmiths from Shaka Studio to Blue Alpine, uh, YouTube Bank, State's Office, people have appeared on this podcast. And it really was a great opportunity for me to go back to them and introduce some people who they could potentially do business with or partner with. And the final piece is make sure that you have the basics with you. Beyond business cards, bring some breath mints. It is amazing when you're spending an entire day networking, chewing on fantastic canopies, downing some champagne, having a beer. When you're having those close conversations, there's nothing worse than if someone has uh, maybe not had the opportunity to freshen up. So as a very frank and just honest bit of advice, bring some mints, bring some chewing gum, stay fresh, don't get off on a bad foot by having your pork pie uh, slider affecting your ability to net with someone. So I hope that's helpful. I hope that's a good little reminder. We'll be back next week with a very, very important episode on the Real Developer Podcast. And yeah, do check out MIPIM for 2024. I'm sure Real Developer will be there alongside their land tech colleagues, and of course, lots of the SME industry. Thank you very much. Hi, everyone. It's your host again, Alex Harrington-Griffin. Just want to say thank you very much for joining us for this episode. Make sure to follow Real Developer on LinkedIn for all the latest SME developer news, podcasts, and quarterly land requirements from our accredited developers. And of course, if you're an experienced SME developer and ready to grow your land connections and opportunities, head to realdeveloper.co.uk take our three-minute real check test and see how you match up against the existing accredited developers. Finally, if you enjoyed this episode, please do share it with your peers and hit that subscribe button. We'll see you next time for more Real Developer Conversation.